0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. You see, this morning I want us to turn our Bibles to Psalm 46 verse 1 and I read, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Verse 2 says, Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. My emphasis today is on verse 1. And in verse 1, my emphasis is on the second line a very present help in trouble so i want to start by asking you a question have you ever found yourself in a situation before where it will only take help from someone or an external help to get out of it i mean what i'm saying is this have you ever been in a place where except someone will help you you probably would never get out I have been there several times. And so this morning, I want to look at the concept of help in the Bible. Now, starting with this verse, it says, God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Very present help in trouble. Um, All my life, I've always taken it to mean, is the help that is always available. And really, that's what it means. But much more than that, from the... Hebrew translation or even the Septuagint and what it means is that a proven help. So in other words, if we read like this, God is a refuge and strength, a proven help, a tested help in trouble. So let's talk about this help today. You know, I was looking at this help and uh, the first thing that comes to mind, a story I think I've shared on this platform before. I was about 12 years old, going on to 10. I was in the north where I was born and raised until I came to school in the south for my stationary education. So I was going between primary to secondary. This scripture came to mind. I mean, God will remind me of this scripture as a boy of 12, and I will say to myself, So I'm going to quote myself, God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in trouble. Now, why this story? As a boy of 12, I recognized that God will always help. And nobody taught me how to bring this to bear in a physical situation. They thank God for reading your Bible prayer every day, which my father and my mother was doing, and it will carry us along with it. And I will say this and say this, and it worked for me. Many times as an adult, when I run into situations, the Lord will remind me, but when you were younger, much, much younger, you had a pact with me. You will see a very present in trouble, and I will be there for you. And, ladies and gentlemen, It has brought me out of many, many troubles. It has launched me to heights I never imagined I could get to in life. So today, I want to talk about help. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. And if anything, let me begin by saying to someone, God is here to help you. I know, like I know the back of my hand, you will write me with a testimony very soon, in the name of Jesus. You see, when we talk about help, it is the nature of God. That's who he is. God will always help you. As a matter of fact, the first mention of the word help, talk about the concept of help, helping, or helper. Our first encounter is in the book of Genesis in chapter 2, in verse 18. Where God had created the man. And put him in the garden and everything that man would ever need was made available and he had made man the lord of the earth of the garden and in fact of the earth as it were and he now brought all the animals created to the man to see what the man will make out of them the bible said the man named everyone and god was quite impressed then god said in verse 18 It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. A helper suitable for him. Now, listen well. This is right at the creation. There was no sin on earth. Man hadn't fallen. But God that created knew that he wasn't created any man to be solo. He was there as a helper. But he realized that man would need his type as a helper. Apart from him, him being their helper. Then in verse twenty-one, the Bible says, And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and brought her to him. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of me. So we see God introducing the concept of help or helper for the first time. So it is as old as creation. Glory be to God in the highest. As I said, it is his nature. That's who he is. That's what he does. Let's look at some scriptures to corroborate my claim here. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. Did you hear that? I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So I'm saying to someone here today, God will help you. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be dismayed. That's his nature. That's the way he has made the system. He's made it such a way that there will always be help. Glory be to God in the highest. Remember our opening verse? It's a proven help in the time of trouble. It's ever-present to help you. And in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 13, it says, For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. You will find it again in verse 14. Fear not, you warm Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, says the Lord. And the redeemer, the only one of Israel. So we see that that same, it will not only help; it will let you know that He will help you, just like He's doing right now. I've come to let you know that God wants to help you, no matter the situation you may be in today. God will help you. I'll give you more scriptures. Some of them are alluding to help. Some of them are talking about helping. Um, In some. I read 14b. The helpless commits himself to you. You are the helper of the fatherless. Exactly. God himself is the helper of the fatherless. There is no one, high or low, that he will not help. In Genesis in chapter 21, in verse 17, this was the story of Hagar with a child after she had been thrown out by her mistress Sarah okay now they had walked into the desert the bottle of water given to them by Abraham was finished and so hope of survival had diminished almost completely the Bible says that she left the baby and walked away saying I don't want to see this baby go to torture and die so she left it and left the baby there in the place, anticipating the troubles that will follow. Here will happen. Then God heard the voice of the Lord, verse 17. Then the angel of God called to Hagar, out of heaven, and said to her, "What is you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where He is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him with your hand for." I will make him a great nation. Now, what am I saying? God's help does not discriminate the servant from the master. It does not discriminate the rich from the poor. It does not discriminate the destitute from the opulent. His help is towards all of his creation. Hear me. There is help awaiting you in Zion. God is out to help you. You will not fear, you will not die in this problem. You will have cause to rejoice again. God, your Heavenly Father, is a helper by excellence. Now, I haven't said much of that. What about in the New Testament? Here, Jesus, in the Gospel according to St. John in chapter 14 in verse 16 i read and i will pray the father and he'll give you another helper that he may abide with you forever did you get that can you see the helper there again so whether it's in the old or the new testament whether it's at creation or now god is our helper god is the helper jesus is a helper himself so why another it's like, now you. I've been with you for three years. You're used to turning everything to me, like feeling of the 5,000. Oh, yeah. Like not being able to cast out the demon, and the epileptic boy. All right. But see, I have to go back to where I come from. But don't lose heart. There's no need to lose heart. I will pray the Father. I send you another helper, just like I have been a helper. And of this was something of the Holy Spirit, if you read further. Praise the Lord. So you see the concept of God being a helper rose through the Bible. It has been before the world began, it will be after the world is gone. God is a helper. Now look at verse 18 of the same chapter. Jesus is speaking. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you as destitutes. I will come to you. Praise the Lord. So let's settle to this once and for all. We are never without help. You read open scripture? God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble, a proven, a tested help in trouble, any trouble of any kind. He is dependable. We can live the rest of our lives depending on Him. At this point, I am reminded of the story of the Good Samaritan. You know how it started? show you in the gospel of saint luke in chapter 10 from verse 25 i'll read it says and behold a certain lawyer stood and tested him saying teacher what shall i do to inherit eternal life observe what shall i do to inherit eternal life And he said to him What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this. And you will leave but he wanting to justify himself amazing you know, is, that, is that not what we all do said to Jesus and who is my neighbor <laughs> then Jesus beautiful as and said and I give this parable a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing wounded him and departed leaving him half dead. Now by chance, chance okay, a certain priest came down the road and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite when he arrived at the place came and looked and passed on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, that is someone who was not of the covenant which the average Israelite, the Jew, were enjoying at the time, a certain Samaritan wouldn't belong to the same group, the same class with this guy that was injured. As he joined came where he was and when he saw him he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wound putting on oil and wine and he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day when he departed he took out two denarii gave them to the innkeeper and said to him take care of him and whatever you spend when i come again i will repay you then he asked this question so which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves and he said he who should mercy on him then jesus said to him go and do likewise and i want to put it this way he will lend a helping hand he will put himself on the online to help someone who was totally helpless at the time so who is your neighbor and then going back to what actually started this so how do you think that man will find eternal life He said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? By giving out a lending hand, by reaching out to help others, by going out of your way to give a helping hand to someone who cannot help himself, by connecting with the heart of God, with the God in you, with other people. See, the truth is this, whether we like it or not, at one time in our lives, we all need help of some sort. Hmm. Meditating on this, I concluded. You are what you are today because people helped you. Your parents did all they could when you had no clue where you were. From your pregnancy to your being birthed your infancy stage, your childhood stage. Remember your teenage years when it was like, man, you are a rebel. They stuck with you. They were patient with you. They loved you until you found your footing. What about the teachers? At the different levels of your education, what about the mentors along the way some you physically met some you never met so it took the contribution of so many It took the sacrifices of so many perhaps some may think you don't understand Pastor Tyo when I needed help there was nobody I did everything for myself no sir God helped you he gave you grace. You see, the truth is this. You contributed nothing to how you were born. You were helped. When you die, you will contribute nothing. People will have to carry your remains and give you a decent burial. So, even if you have never experienced help before, know that help is still waiting. To serve you in the future help is still waiting to come to your aid in the future to someone that said it was one of his landmark birthdays and so the question was thrown at him they said what's your greatest asset in the past he said hmm, my greatest asset is people he knew that nobody was created to do it alone. But by the same wave, he said, and my greatest liabilities are people. So before you begin to tell me that people are difficult to handle, but how else do you want to get help? From who do you want to get help? From God? Yes, I agree. God's a very present help. But God will not reach you except through people. Yes. God will use people. And remember, God is a very present help. God is a proven help. In the story of the Good Samaritan, he was the one that God used to be the help the man in trouble needed. He was the Good Samaritan he used to be. so, And that's what it was. And that's why the climax of what we're saying today is that scripture which we have referred to before. In John chapter 14, where Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. And of course, we're referring to the Holy Spirit. God in the now with us. And that's why, if you forget anything today, never forget that God is always a present help. And God will use people. Glory be to God in the highest. How does he do that? Oh my goodness. God will direct your directions in a way you have never dreamt before. Where you will always meet help. God. Through the Holy Spirit, we orchestrate circumstances in your life that will bring about a rapid fulfillment of your assignment in life. God will direct your steps in such a way that your path will cross the paths of others who are destiny helpers. He is a very present help in trouble. Even as I said that, I'm reminded of the fact that David lost everything in Ziklag. Remember. First Samuel chapter thirty, and when there was no hope of finding anything at all, he sought God and said, "Shall I pursue?" God said, "Go after them; you will meet, catch up, and you recover all." And how did he do it? He met a stranger, a slave, dying slave of Amalekite, and he gave a helping hand. He gave told the servants, "Give him; don't kill him." Give him water, give him food. When the guy got revived, then he said to him, who are you? And he said, I am a slave of an Amalekite left to die. So he reached out to a dying slave. So he became the help to a dying slave. The dying slave in turn became the help to locate in his family that was kidnapped. All his possession that was lost and to bring in about the fulfilment of God's promise in his life, a die slave. What are you learning from this? God is a ready helper. And hear me again. He's here today to help you. And that's why I'm here. To let you know that don't you ever give up. God never leaves anybody abandoned. I will not leave you as an offer I will come to you I will help you so the question is how can I activate this readily available help from what we just read Wow show help to people you may have big problems but in the midst of your big problems, there are some little problems that will cost you nothing to solve for people. Why don't you solve them? And as the Bible rightly declared, He that water shall be watered. Watch if that will not orchestrate or attract solutions to your problem, just like David did. So number one, do unto others. Again, this is corroborated in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 12. Where Jesus was teaching from His own lips said, "Ask, and you will receive; seek, and you will find; knock the door, shall be." Open. I'm telling someone today, ask because there is help for you. Seek, you will find there is help for you. Tired of knocking? Go back and knock one more time. There is help for you in the name of Jesus is a very present help in the time of trouble. That's his nature. That's who he is. That's where he has made the system. Now, that same scripture now says, how many of you will give bad things to your children when they ask for good things? Then in verse 12, it now says, whatever you want men to do to you, do the same to them which is confirming the fact that whatever you do to people, you will get it back. So how do I activate this? As long as it is within your power, do good to people. Number two, please keep your relationships in good stead them in constant repairs you don't know who god will use to bring you out of the deepest pit of your life if and when they happen learn to forgive easily remember people are your greatest assets in life and some may be your greatest liabilities you say what about when there are troubles when there are liabilities, like I said, then your quality, your God's quality of long-suffering will come into effect. Still working for you. Another way to activate this, in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, it says, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So if there are more to what you have that you will never need, if you will never forsake you, he will help you. He will provide for you. Now verse 6, why? So we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. That's right. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So what are you saying, Pastor Taiwo? Another way to activate this help that is readily available is by saying. Remember my story when I was starting? I would say to myself a thousand times, God is my refuge, my strength. A very present help in trouble. Hebrews 13 and 6 says, So may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. He is my helper. The Lord is my helper. So what are you saying? What are you saying in your predicament? What are you saying in the storm of your life? What are you saying in the trouble that you find yourself? Are you saying you are dead? Are you saying you will never come out again? Are you saying that was what happened to your great grandfather and your grandfather and your father and your? Are you saying that the Lord is my helper? He has said he will never leave me nor forsake me. Or are you saying God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in trouble? Hear this in Ephesians chapter three, even in verse twenty. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever ask or think. So, what are you saying? That's so I'm telling you today in the name of Jesus help awaits you in Zion. Rather than running away from Him, run back into His arms like the prodigal son did. Help is waiting for you. God is a proven help in the time of trouble, He demonstrated it. When we knew nothing, when we were stuck enemies, Jesus died for us. He loved us so much. He reached out in love. He helped us. He will help you today. He will supply your needs according to his riches and glory. You yeah, are very, very special to him. The psalmist says God can't take his eyes off you. He loves you. Before I leave, can I pray for your healing? The Bible says by his stripes we are healed. And Jesus said that healing is the children's meat. It's one of the ways that God extends His helping hands to you. So whatever is tormenting your burden right now, or your mind, I break that control in the name of Jesus. Because by his stripes, by the stripes on the body of Jesus, you have been healed. The price has been paid. So rise and be healed in the name of Jesus. The Bible says he sent his word and healed the sick. I say be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Now, how do I know? You begin to feel it in your body that you're okay. And then please confirm with the doctor. Then write to us. We want to rejoice with you. We want to share in your joy and of course glorify God together with you. Now for all of you I speak peace into your lives in Jesus name I speak peace over your minds in Jesus name I speak peace into your homes in Jesus name peace into the lives of your children in the name of Jesus I speak peace hallelujah and abundance in your every of your endeavor in the name of Jesus so until next week when next we meet on this platform always remember God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. God loves you. The fountain of life here and the front will love you that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shomolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.